How much time till we're on? Good evening, I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. With Scotty Sattler and Jason Matthews for your Wednesday night. Hello, listener. Welcome to (laughs) the show. Uh, Hello to our listeners through the Super Radio Network. Seriously, there are millions uh, listening around Queensland, New South Wales right now through the SEN app uh, all over the world. I know there's a bunch of listeners in India as we get ready for the second test in Delhi. Uh, we'll get into that in just a moment. Hello to our listeners through the SEN radio network, SEN 1170 Sydney, 1620 Gold Coast, the fabulous SENQ 693 AM in Brisbane, all those through the SEN track network as well. And as I said, the SEN app. You can get us on TikTok, Sports Day SEN, uh, and you can download the show uh, and grab the podcast. I can tell you right now, Sats has put in an amazing effort uh, in the show tonight, so you'll enjoy the uh, the podcast at the end because on the podcast we're already finished. Mm. Uh, and of course, last laugh tonight, just quietly, which is the joke we finished the show with. You've mm. actually talked that up. You reckon it's one of the best? Well, I thought last night was was one of the best. I think. Quite frankly, I've been really happy with myself. Quite frankly, I've this been week. Happy with now, I knew that I had a high standard. I set a very high bar with the last laugh uh, in uh, before I went away for holidays. No, over no, Christmas no, break. No, 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 no. no. no, no. Then no, Badge no, took no. over, and he had to. He had to excel. He had to get. He took it to heaven. Well, he he went above. No, but, he took it to heaven. But I set, I set that bar really high, really low, and I think since, since coming back, I. Quite frankly, I think I've been outstanding. Patro Sivitaseva, who is your uh, roommate at Origin, uh, will join us on the show. And I want to learn a little bit more about Redcliffe. He was a Redcliffe junior. He played, was. played for the Broncos and, of course, the Panthers. Uh, we'll have a chat to him tonight. Let's talk about a charity footy game. One of the greatest front well. rows, not of the modern era, of all time, I think. Yeah. I think but, when you talk about some of our greatest front rowers, he sits at the table. Well, let, let's, let's, say, let's find out who they are then. Former centre. He was a centre. When he was in Redcliffe? Imagine trying to tackle him as a centre. Mm. I know. Wow. He used to wear this, he used to wear this little uh, fibreglass arm guard because he broke his arm in 2000. Yeah. It was, yeah. Missed out in the premiership. And um, he used to wear this little fibreglass uh, cast on his arm and he used to put it on after the linesman came in to check your boots and your, and your nails, mm. your fingernails. And, and he used to call it the rabbit killer. Because he used to whack you on the nose with it and break your Ooh. nose and your eyes used to water. And he's a great guy. Was that guy. allowed? No, it wasn't. But he got away with it because he's a nice guy, apparently. He's the greatest guy. The uh, second test starts Friday. Catch it on SEN uh, stations or download the SEN app. Adam Collins, one of our commentators, would join us just after 7 o'clock uh, Eastern Daylight Savings Time. Live from Delhi, uh, there are some doubts over a couple of Australian players. He's been watching the net session today and... There's a fair dinkum chance that Mitch Stark won't play this second test. That is a big loss if he won't uh, if he doesn't pull up for that. Also, Talk Green is very unlikely. And I'm hearing stories today, and I want to find out from Colo. I'm hearing Travis Head won't be brought back into the side. They could be going with three spinners. Will this be sticking with the plan they've always had, and they don't want to deviate away from that? And and another hand would be. That they don't want to make changes. They want to let the guys that failed in the first test be able to revitalise and and fight through it, whatever it may be. So 
It'd be interesting. I think, um, yeah, look, Andrew McDonald in the beginning of the week said we need to take 20 wickets. I'm going, hang on, we've got to get some runs first. Mm. Yeah. So maybe we're going in with it. I just, I still can't work out sats, and our listeners are smarter than us. So for, well, most of them, 0457 736 736. I, I just can't work out why we had Kuhneman rushed over to India. So not even a chance to go home. Get some clothes or anything like that. He was playing shield cricket in Melbourne. Chucked straight on a plane Sunday night. His mates had to bring him down some clothes from Brizzy. And then he's rushed. Why is he being rushed over? Oh, I can see why. Just to get him over to India as quick as possible. Get amongst the team. Whether he plays in the second test or not, we're not quite sure. Uh, but he needs to get into the camp. He needs to get be part of the team as soon as humanly possible. Mm. Trying to waste too many days. Um and just, just to get to understand, one, what happens on tour. Two, playing in the subcontinent and getting used to those conditions hard enough. The scrutiny, the media, the fans, whatever it may be. Get to know some of his teammates that he probably hasn't had a lot to do with. I can see the upside to why you would get him over there. But Sats. The only reason you would get him over there also would be it probably looks more likely that he may play in the second test. Well, that's what I'm saying. Mm. Because there's about 10 days between test two He's and lefty test two, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, there's 10 days between test two and test three. Mm. So unless they're, unless they're planning him in this, there's no reason to rush him over. Mm. So maybe they feel that they need the three spinners going. Because you'd assume Toddy, Murphy and, um, and Lyon will keep their spots. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So anyway, we'll find out. We'll have a chat to Colo in around about an hour's time. Just uh, on the cricket, we've been <laughs> talking about I picked it up early in the week. Mm. And I've been talking about it all week. There's some buzzwords around Cricket Australia and it seems to be around being brave and proactive. Now, Jack picked up uh, the Andrew McDonald media release and his press conference. Yes. We had Carey and we also had, was it Cummins talking about being brave and proactive? And Alex Carey. And uh, so I said that, and Carey. Oh, yeah. So we've got, we've got some buzzwords around. It's a medley. We put a medley together. And right. th- there is a, yeah, it, it's quite obvious that there is a, um, as part of their, I suppose, the sports psychology around preparing for the second test, they've obviously thrown in some some anchor words that they want to, that every teammate to be talking about so they can be as positive as humanly possible. And any chance they get, they need to use these words or other players internally saying, who can get the most buzzwords out? Oh, Let's have a competition. Are, are they taking the P155 out of the coach? No, I think they're just... Or got, out of us. I think they've got an internal competition going on. The players, not Andrew McDonald. But have a listen to the, the buzzwords that are being used by the players and coach. We, we weren't as proactive as what we wanted to be. We... Proactiveness, braveness. You know, being brave enough to, to be proactive at the time. So You're going to have to be brave to be able to get the field to, to the position you want, to be able to rotate the strike. And you're going to have to be incredibly brave to do that. And we're encouraging our players to play that way. One of them said you've got to be brave to be proactive. <laughs> what? We're onto something there. There's a medley. Oh... Is it a bit of a running joke internally? I'm not quite sure. Or have they been instructed when when addressing the media and addressing the, the cricket fans that we need to use these words to make out that we're, yeah, we're on the right foot. We've recovered from the first test humiliation. We're getting into the second test and being as positive as humanly possible. So, mm. Yeah. Oh, just, you know what? Just go and score runs and take wickets. Just shut up and play. Just shut up and play, would you? Just... <laughs> I can't believe you have to be brave to be proactive. Yeah. Mm. That's ridiculous. We're doing that tonight. 0457 736 736. 
Uh, if you've got one, uh, send it through to us or one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. You going to kick it off, Sats? I've got a good one for you, LeBron James. Recently, last week, we we saw all the uh, the celebrations around him becoming the all time scorer, uh, point scorer in NBA history. He was born exactly thirty eight weeks after Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who held the held the record, broke the all time scoring record in nineteen eighty four. So it's thirty eight weeks he was born after. Okay. LeBron broke it 38 years later and at 38 years of age. He did it on February 7, which is the 38th day of the year. Get out. He scored 38 points and his all-time scoring record on that night became 38,388. No way. That, that is – oh, it's not working for us. <laughs> Isn't that great? Come on, there that's ridiculous. That's amazing, isn't it? I think it's rigged. It's set up. I think the NBA's rigged it. Absolutely. No, because he's got to be able to drop the shot first and foremost. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose so. You think they made the ring bigger just for <laughs> that one shot? What about the present? I still I still can't get over the presentation. Yeah. That happened post that. Mm. Like, let's just stop the game. Yeah. Don't worry. We'll stop the game for a half hour. We'll do a presentation. Hey, are you not doing first laugh tonight? No, I'm not doing it. Why not? Well, I just think there's too much to get to, and it was taking the shine off last laugh. But we've got a text here yeah, from 912. Have you seen that? 912. No. Uh, go. Um, it's Brisbane Eel. Jason, you started strong and sounded like you took a happy pill but didn't last long. Boys, you are aware the run home team were laying into your last laugh segment. Oh, great segue there. Um, so they did. So our great colleagues on the run home with uh, on SEN. They're not that great. With... Uh, Joel and, and Fletch, and well, it was Joel, Fletch, and, Joel yeah. and Barney today. The Fletch wasn't there again. What's yeah. the go oh, with that? No. He's probably got a cash job somewhere. He's got to go be, try and be funny. Him and A Heidi. double bay. Yeah. Um, and so they had a bit of a go at your first laugh to open their show this morning. Now, they do that to obviously boost ratings. They so you did us. know about this. So we put this into a little package. I'm not playing it. Well, you've got to push the button. No, I'm not. Jack, can you... Little Jack, can you come and push the button, please? This is what Joel and, and Barney had to say. Now, I'm going to test this man out because he, he's a professional. We like doyens when it comes to this show. And a spe- uh, speaking of destroying mechanism, <laughs> there is uh, a lot of Queensland listeners who are texting me about a particular mechanism that may need mm. destroying. Listening to Sports Day during the week, and I was inundated, absolutely inundated with people talking about a particular segment, a brand-new segment by Boogie and Woogie, and uh, Jason Matthews come up with this. And, and you being the expert comedian mm-hmm. with such a deep background, which we're going to get into, I need you to, Gus Gould-like, break down this play-by-play. So people just love this. Anyway, true story. Let's start off on a positive note. Okay. All right? First laugh. Yeah, yeah first laugh. True story. This, my wife uh, asked me to stop singing. Yeah, great. Firstly, no, you can't read no. it off your phone. You've got to just let it flow. Why, why do you do that? You read from a screen every night. I don't read from a screen. Mine is just in my mental it's Rolodex. A yeah. Anyway, my wife asked me. We were in the car yesterday, and yeah. um, that Oasis song, my favourite song, Wonderwall, came on the radio. Yeah. She said, "Can you stop singing that?" And I said to her, "Maybe, maybe we're gonna be the one." No. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm glad you start with the show with that, actually, because it can only improve. <laughs> okay, Come so on, if we freeze it right there, Barney. 
Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Let's revisit the confusing line. Um, yeah. Okay. Couple of things. First off, he's getting heckled from the start, yeah. right? Which it's it happens in comedy sometimes. You you're there and you, you do have. It's usually the same bloke, right? Um, it's always the bloke who's sitting there. He's sometimes a bit drunk, but he's always thinking the same thing. He's like, oh, I know that I'm a dickhead. Yeah. How do I let everyone else know? And then they just <laughs> shout stuff out. Yeah. At, um, at the comedians, and that's what's happened. He's been heckled right off the start. Um, try and stay away from the cl- like true story. This as soon as you say true story, everyone's like. <laughs> Okay, you made this up. Um, the only other thing I'd say is punchlines have to be um, well. You don't you don't want to have to explain it immediately nah. after. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so I, you know, it's a good like it had a lot of the elements yeah. of a joke. Um, you know what I mean? There's a setup, um, not almost a punchline. So yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a punch line. That was probably yeah. what, where you, you, oh, you so missed there. I appreciate Barney going easy on me there. No, he basically said you're a crap joke teller. No, I'm, I, but he did it easily. What he did it jo- softly. What Look about, at Jack hiding in the corner. What about what about Joel Sugar Cane? Yeah. Just throwing you under the bus. Oh, mate, I don't care. Mm. You know what it is? What? We're a threat to them. I no, I'm I'm hearing. I completely mm. concur. Mm. I mean, what do you do? You got a, you, you've got a, a show that's struggling. Yeah. That's on before us. Yep. You don't know when Fletcher's going to be there. Yeah. So. Obviously, Sugar's reached out, scraped the barrel today mm. to try and find some content to fill a break. Yeah. And picked on his on his fellow teammates. Yeah. You don't do that. No, you don't do that. We don't do that. No. You throw me under the bus There's every no night. There's no Iron Team. There's two an idiot. That's right. As we said last night. But you do start last laugh mm. every night with, oh, true so story, I, this. Well, I'm a comedic genius, and we've had <laughs> listeners text that in. And so I might say to Barney, Barney, you're wrong. You're wrong, Barney. You sometimes can start with, actually, this isn't a joke. This is actually a true story. Because you let people's guard down then. Oh, this is going to be something serious. So there you go. Uh, thank you, uh, Brisbane Eel, for, for making me aware of that. Uh, what was I, I going to say? On what medical advice did the Australian cricket team receive to take Green and Hazelwood if they won't play now at least 50% of the tests? Where is Errol Olcott when needed? Or bring JL back? Yeah, I still can't. We we're talking about this off the end. I don't want to keep laying into the Australian cricket team every night. Oh, but really? No, but that's... <laughs> you do a really good job at it. No, but on behalf of cricket fans, I can't understand But if why... cricket te- fans officially come to you and said, we want you to stand on in your droves. soapbox... In droves. ...and be our spokesperson. They want me to stand in the mall every day and... and <laughs> no, but I'm telling you, why would you take injured players? Mm. Why well... Would, that, that can't play. Hopefully... Like I said last night, they want to try and get them right for while they're over there with all the, you know, the high performance staff and the physios and, right and whatnot. So, hey, we started talking about this last night. We're going to put together tonight the Kangaroos' best admitted thirteen, aren't we? Yeah. So the best players, and this was brought up by Sporty Gav, yep. wasn't it? And Sporty Gav, I think I'm just going to go to the text here. I think he may have already texted in his team. Is that is that him? Not quite sure. We'll get to it soon. But uh, who are the best players to be robbed of an Australian jersey? He came mm. up with the last year. He threw up. Well, what do you mean robbed? He threw up Steve Edge. I think that might have been Steve from Dubbo, actually. Might have been in the name. But what do you mean by oh, robbed? Uh, yeah, probably not robbed, but unlucky not to wear an Australian jersey. I'll throw one up right now. Jersey number 13, lock forward, Kevin Campion. Yeah, unlucky not to play. Not to play. Australia. 
Very unlucky. One was thrown up last night. Probably one of the the uh, the most popular. Kevin Horry Hastings only played at one or two Origin matches and was one of the best players in New South Wales Rugby League week in, week out, year in, year out. So that's what we're going to look for. Make sure you text in 0457 736 736. Who's a player that never got to wear the Australian jersey? But should have. But should have. It was just timing, right? There was someone much better in that spot. I'll go. I'll throw another one up here, listeners. David Peachy. Yeah, there you go. Wore an Australian jersey in the Super League year, but not many people count that as an Australian jersey. I do. I think if you get to be selected for Australia, but let's take Super League out of the equation. And um, I, I think David Peachy was very unlucky. Petro Sivanasivita joining us. He played shortly. plenty of tests in the Australian he did. jersey. It was your roommate for your one origin. Yep. When uh, you got taken over by who? Who was the bloke who took over from you in the Queensland Origin? He's team? a bum with hairy legs and no sh- no shoulders. His name's Cam Smith. <laughs> Amounted to nothing. New segment coming up uh, a little later on tonight as well. Do you want to hear the uh, the intro? Of the boys, the new guy Cohen has made. Are you ready? What's it called? LinkedIn Lotto. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for wow. LinkedIn Lotto. What's the bet this ends wow. up on Joel and Fletch tomorrow? Wow. What's the bet they steal this one as well? Wow. So what, what is LinkedIn Lotto, I hear you ask? It's, have you ever looked at LinkedIn? I can't hear anyone asking that at all. <laughs> Mate, have you ever looked at LinkedIn, you've seen people and you've looked at the profile and their title, it's got, it's got nothing to do with their job? Like, it'd be really weird. Like, yeah. waste management supervisor. Yep. Or collect... Basically, you're a garbo. Yep. You know, there's nothing wrong with that either. But the, the, their titles are horrendous. I think what you've just said about garbos is horrendous. But anyway... I don't mean it towards... I'm just saying there's people out there who who put titles on the LinkedIn. So what Jackson will do later on, he's going to come into us and give us some t- actual titles of LinkedIn and us... And our listeners have to try and work out what that job is. Oh, okay. Rightio. Rightio. Okay. Yep. You got it? Yeah, I got we'll it. We'll do that a little later on as well. You can get involved anytime you like. 0457 736 736. Uh, before we go to the break, mm-hmm. I've got a text here from Mark. He's early. What's That's ridiculous. Yep. Is That's ridiculous. Is you guys talking about the Aussie team and the buzzwords they're using? Just forget about it. If they didn't do any media, you'd be saying we aren't hearing from them. They need to talk to us, the fans, about what happened. That's ridiculous. Come on, that's ridiculous. <laughs> no, and you're right, Mark. I'm sorry. We won't do it anymore. I we'll... think as Aussies, what we would like is... The truth? Well, they're, they're talking the truth. We know that. And they know they're behind the eight ball and they're in a, a really the toughest country to win a, a test match in under the conditions. I suppose as Aussies, we like it when people say, you know what, we we're, we're abysmal. In the first game, we understand it, we recognise it, and what we're going to do is we're just going to try and play our backsides, backsides off in the next test. We're doing that's all we want to hear to turn around the result. Brisbane Eel, just quickly, uh, Barney said later, Jason, you are a better straight man. Not sure if that's a compliment, but then bag Sats's joke wouldn't take it to heart from criticism from the second half of Professor and Barney. Anyone named after a purple dinosaur isn't worth noting. <laughs> Wow, that's not me. Yeah. Oh, I'm actually glad he went soft on me. Unlucky not to play for Australia. How about Joel Kane from the Brisbane Eel? Joel Kane, 2000. Oh, he's unstoppable, Sugar, mm. in 2000. Point scorer of the year. First year of the West Tigers. Oh, he's amazing. And Joel Kane actually has text in. He said, I'm picking holes on your LeBron stats. He was born 30 weeks after, 38 weeks after. Record broken. 
He broke it 38 years later, and he was 38. It's all the same. Oh, come on, mate. Just I'm, worry about your own show. <laughs> See? Yeah. That's Honestly, written. when his kids need to go to sleep at night, do they say, Dad, can you come and tell us a story? <laughs> yeah. Rightio, this is uh, for Mark. Uh, I'm going to take you to the break with some positive, up- uplifting um, words from the Australian cricketers. We, we weren't as proactive as what we wanted to be. We- Proactiveness, braveness. You know, being brave enough to... To be proactive at the time, so you're going to have to be brave to be able to get the field to, to the position you want to be able to rotate the strike, and you're going to have to be incredibly brave to do that. And we're encouraging our players to play that way. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon.